Hi, and welcome to the Hand in Hand Show, where caregivers and survivors have honest discussions about stroke. We are a part of stroke-focused podcasts. This is Cam, your host. Today, we're interviewing Dr. Jabuni of Stroke Association Support Network, Ghana. And if you all are interested, you can go back to our May 15th episode, listen to our first interview with him. And this time, we're just following up, seeing what's going on. And so um, at this time, I would like to bring in Dr. Jabuni. Hello. Hello. Thank you very much. The Stroke Association Support Network Ghana was nominated for the African Youth SDGs Award in the Leave No One Behind category. So you want to tell us about that? Yes, I could tell you about that. Uh, it, it is a great achievement, really, for the Stroke Association Support Network Ghana to have got to that, that position. And I think uh, we got there simply because of... Um, the innovative work uh, that we are doing in Ghana uh, for stroke survivors. The most important one, uh, which I'd like to share with you, is the Community Life After Stroke uh, Integration Program, which uh, we have been uh, vigorously uh, implementing since we last spoke to you. This is really designed to bring uh, rehabilitation services uh, to uh, survivors where they live, rather than expecting survivors to travel long distances to hospitals where they find it very, very difficult uh, to get to. So they would otherwise uh, not have access to stroke services if we did not start the main a particular program. We are doing this actually in collaboration with uh, another organization. It is an American-based uh, organization called Go Therapy, and Go Therapy uh, is really uh, a rehabilitation-focused organization, community-based rehabilitation, that is. Um, and we have achieved a lot of success uh, so far. We have uh, <clears throat> the first program we have implemented is in uh, in a village, in a village uh, near. Koforidua, which is uh, a big city. Uh, the village uh, is called uh, OCM. Uh, maybe that's not important to you, but uh, it, it, there are many stroke survivors um, around that uh, particular area. Uh, and what we have done there is to, um, to establish a 21-day program. It's more like, if you like, uh, a temporary setup uh, of a stroke care center. We then transport uh, stroke survivors on a daily basis to the center where they can uh, receive a comprehensive stroke service. And this we have done over a period of some 21 days. Uh, Within that time, we uh, have managed to to support about 78, within 21 days, uh, about 78 uh, uh, stroke survivors. Uh, we have also, in that period, been able to provide carers uh, support. About 67 carers uh, have benefited uh, from uh, this uh, program. And during the program, we have also uh, picked up some 11 people with uh, serious uh, blood pressure problems and referred them on to uh, intensive care units. Uh, if we hadn't implemented this program, perhaps uh, we would have had uh, problems with these uh, 11 people that I have just mentioned. So this is uh, one single most important um, program that we have um, we have uh, implemented and, and and for which we have been recognized. 
as we just mentioned. I just have to say, wow, but I, I want to kind of clarify some of this. So is this like kind of a mobile unit that will move somewhere else after 21 days or the patients are involved in it for 21 days? No, it's not It's not a mobile unit, although we'll come to stroke mobile units in a moment, which is one area, uh, an innovative area that we are working on. But uh, this particular program, we hire, we go to uh, a location where uh, there are a large number of stroke survivors. We hire premises. Uh, we set up a center, if you like, um, by hiring a premise, uh, some accommodation. Uh, and then we transport um, stroke survivors uh, around that area to this uh, center on a daily basis and provide them with, uh, you know, as, uh, treatment support and any other support that they need. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds really cool. So this is the first one that you've set up, right? Yes. Uh, we obviously we we want to continue this program as a, uh, it's a continuing program, uh, and in order to continue it, we will obviously need funds. We will need money because uh, if we've done it as, if you like, a one-off, but it really it should continue. And the reason why it should continue is because we need. We, we need to replicate uh, the situations uh, in other villages and towns uh, across the country. But we need money in order to be able to do this. Absolutely. And such good things uh, you are doing. So what is your plan for the next year coming up? Yes, uh, the next big uh, thing we want to do, and uh, we want to be able to do this within the next uh, year or two, is implement uh, a very innovative idea, uh, the concept of uh, mobile stroke units. This is going to be crucial to to us. Mobile stroke units would be important because we, uh, in Ghana here, we we just have uh, four major hospitals in four major cities that have got stroke, stroke units. Not every stroke survivor can't access these stroke units. So the idea of a mobile stroke unit is something that we are exploring very, very vigorously uh, with uh, the Ghana government who have embraced this idea uh, well, and and we are very happy about that. We've had a number of meetings with, uh, well, one minister and uh, and an advisor, in fact, an advisor to to our president. Uh, An advisor is we are careful not to engage in uh, a situation where it it may be thought that government is uh, actually supporting or providing funds, uh, we want to collaborate with the Ghana government, and they have agreed to collaborate with us. Uh, the nature of that collaboration really is to enable us to purchase mobile stroke units, which we can then use to uh, enable us to uh, have or to enable stroke survivors to have access to stroke services. It will just be in the form of a van, uh, something as robust as a van, uh, well-equipped with a multidisciplinary team, and uh, and with the sort of standard services that you will come across in the stroke unit. It will all be contained in the van, 
So it is, is, is if you like, a stroke unit uh, on wheels. Uh, and therefore, we will be able to um, to move around uh, with the stroke unit and reach people who uh, actually need these services. They don't have to travel long distances to only four stroke units in the country. This is a huge thing to be able to have a mobile unit so that you can visit places where, as you said, people can't get to the big cities or get to the area where they can get care or... Yes. We we believe uh, our discussions with government has resulted in um, in a situation where we are now exploring, uh, to begin with, three mobile units for three regions. We've got 10 regions uh, in Ghana, so there will be seven uh, remaining uh, stroke units uh, or mobile stroke units, uh, to be more specific. Uh, but really, we want these mobile stroke units to support our big plan. Our big dream is to have 10 regional stroke centers in Ghana within the, within the next five you know, to 10 years, I should say. Mm-hmm. But I think we want, to, we, we want to be able to achieve it uh, within the next five years, given funds, if we've got the money. So these 10 stroke centers will be supported. It's like a, a hub and spoke uh, sort of service. They will be supported by the mobile stroke units. They, they, mobile stroke units will go out to uh, satellite areas, uh, where they can take services to the doorsteps of stroke survivors. Those who are able to access the centers, uh, who are around the vicinities of the centers, will will, uh, will have access to the stroke services uh, at the stroke centers. You're awesome, because this is all a big undertaking. And you also recently, Dr. Asar, Oh, yes. Yes, he, uh, yeah, you are quite right. You all made a plea to collaborate to make a, li- a life better for people living with non-communicable diseases. So tell us about right. this. Well, we are uh, the Stroke Association Support Network Ghana is uh, a very active member of the uh, Non-Communicable Diseases Alliance of Ghana. Actually, the, our organization the, the vice chair position of uh, the alliance. So that gives us a very strong position and therefore uh, enables us to take uh, a very active part in collaborating with other, the others of the diseases apart from a stroke. We are trying to achieve this basically through contributing strongly to the, uh, the strategic direction of the Non-Communicable Diseases Alliance of Ghana. Endeavor to participate in all activities that uh, is arranged or are arranged by this organization uh, of which we are a part. And we are also actively uh, promoting uh, the Non-Communicable Diseases Alliance of Ghana as a whole uh, in our day-to-day work. Uh, we are drawing attention, the, uh, the, the attention of the general public to the other uh, diseases uh, under this umbrella, um, uh, diseases such as diabetes, you know, uh, cancer and all, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, but we haven't yet, if you like, engaged in a specific uh, partnership arrangement with 
say, diabetes, uh, the condition of diabetes, uh, which is probably run by another organization in Ghana, and so on and so forth. But it will be one of the issues that we will be actively pursuing next year to actively engage in partnership work with other uh, organizations of the Non-Communicable Diseases Alliance of Ghana. What do you see as the biggest challenge in stroke care, both in the world and in Africa in particular? Oh, (laughs) I think the biggest challenge is understanding and communicating with stroke survivors and Mm -hmm. understanding comprehensively Mm -hmm. their real needs. I feel that this is uh, not adequately done. We don't really talk with uh, stroke survivors, their carers and families to understand what it is that will actually help them to live a quality of life after stroke. Mm -hmm. So I think that um, money should uh, be devoted to just establishing comprehensive uh, needs of stroke survivors. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I feel. If you don't know what they need, then you will not be able to to deliver services that meet that need. Absolutely. But we've also... Uh, heard that across the board that stroke research is very disconnected with the stroke community. And so many academic resources are spent on subjects of little value to stroke survivors. At the same time, topics important to the survivors and caregivers are not receiving as much attention or investment. So do you have a perspective on this? Yeah, precisely so. And this is why I, uh, in my previous uh, answer, I was talking about um, meeting the needs of stroke survivors. Mm-hmm. Uh, apart from uh, the fact that um, uh, stroke survivors, their carers, and, and, and also the general pu- public needs to be educated, I think uh, meeting need is crucial. And I will be working uh, very, very vigorously uh, uh, as president to, for us to get to a position where we can have a very comprehensive needs assessment. Uh, and unless we know what the needs are across our country, uh, needs for stroke services, we are not going to be able to begin to plan appropriately to address these needs. So I think that Without laboring too much on this uh, particular uh, issue uh, of understanding the needs of stroke survivors, mm-hmm. I think the one, the single most important thing is to know what the needs of stroke survivors are so that we can plan um, and, and put resources into meeting those needs across the country. Thank you for that. Um, tell us more about your plan to work with the World Stroke Organization in in the next year or so? We are a member, uh, you know, uh, and, uh, of the World Stroke Organization, uh, and we want to be an active member. We want to explore uh, vigorously, uh, working closely with the World Stroke Organization. Uh, we want to explore the possibility of bringing a 
conference, a workshop, whatever, uh, to to uh, uh, to Ghana. Uh, one of those big issues that the World Stroke Organization is dealing with, if we can, um, if we can persuade uh, or work with uh, the World Stroke Organization to to host, to bring it to our country, Ghana, and that will uh, help. Uh, us uh, to well, that will help raise the profile of the country, uh, and we should be exploring this fairly, fairly uh, vigorously with the World Health Organization. If it, even if it takes three years or five years, it will be an, uh, a worthwhile objective to explore with the World Organization. Well, with as fast as you all are moving now, I see that happening sooner rather than later. You are a busy man. Yes, we are very busy, and we are trying because we've got a very big problem uh, of stroke yeah. uh, uh, in Ghana. And um, I'm pleased to say that um, since we last uh, spoke with you, uh, our profile has uh, rocketed, uh, uh, and uh, more so with uh, our government. The Ghana government uh, is now. Uh, fairly uh, active in, uh, in, in in collaborating with us uh, and are willing to uh, uh, meet us on a regular basis uh, so that we can um, work with them to uh, address this very serious problem. Well, I want to congratulate you on the award, first of all. And I can't wait for you to come back maybe in six more months and tell us where you are then. It is so good to see that you are able to accomplish some of this because we all know how hard it is to get the education out there and get the services out there. So big pat on the back to you and, and all the people who help you. Um, I, appreciate, right. I appreciate you being back with us today. But do you have any other thoughts Yes, yeah, I just want to um, to take this opportunity also of obviously emphasizing, reiterating, I've said it several times in the last interview and also at, uh, at today's interview, that the single, talking about challenges now, the single most important challenge really for us, raising funds uh, to support the work uh, of the organization, but also um, having enough funds to support the treatment of stroke and the delivery of stroke services generally in Ghana. I'm talking about, you know, hospital uh, services and uh, funds are important. I have mentioned already that uh, we are planning, uh, this was in in our last interview, we are planning to launch um, a national stroke fund uh, to help us achieve uh, these uh, goals or these objectives. Uh, and in this respect, um, I am appealing, I'll take the, uh, the opportunity of this interview uh, to appeal to all uh, international funding organizations uh, and uh, indeed individual uh, philanthropists to donate funds to, to come to our aid. We've got a, we've got a massive project and we've got a very enthusiastic and passionate workers uh, who are achieving quite a lot, and, and I believe that um, um, they will continue to achieve. Uh, and we want money, and we want uh, funding from, uh, from external sources uh, to carry on this work. Funds will help us, uh, in particular, to purchase 
uh, equipment that we need, uh, equipment such as cardiac monitors uh, for our hospitals with stroke uh, units, uh, scanners. Uh, we are we know that um, they do need uh, scanners uh, to do the work, and we as um, uh, an NGO in the area want to be able to to help in, in this respect. Uh, and also uh, rehabilitation equipment generally we uh, so we need money uh, uh, i can't overemphasize that uh, for our stroke units and of course for for the work that we do ourselves uh, in delivering sub, uh, uh, services now i'm just repeating myself here quite frankly um <laughs> uh, we have we have a medium uh, a medium to long term strategy and uh, that strategy is what i mentioned earlier uh, about the 10 regional stroke centers that uh, we want to to be able to uh, to put up we have actually i'm glad to say we have actually acquired substantial land we've got land now uh, donated to us uh, uh, by uh, by a Ghanaian uh, uh, in the eastern region, uh, so, uh, uh, and therefore uh, we can actually, if we've got the money, to start building our first stroke um, center in the eastern region. Uh, and if there are any organizations, international funding organizations out there, uh, which are able to undertake this, so we will be only too glad. But we will work hard to try and establish uh, um, this center, the first center in the eastern region, as we have already got land, substantial land to do this. Wow, that's another huge uh, thing for you all. Um, so I'm thankful that that happened, and I hope you can move forward that, with that. I hope people can make donations. But if they wanted to get a hold of you, is there a way for people to ask questions or do you have a website or an email or? Yes, we, we've got a website, uh, you know, which has um, improved quite, quite significantly and, uh, in, uh, and people can, um, can visit the website uh, and, and, and learn all about us uh, and, 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 and therefore can also donate uh, money to us. Uh, and if they visit www.strokeghana.org, they will see our work uh, and, uh, and what we are doing uh, to date. Well, thank you, Dr. Jabani. I really appreciate you being here with us. We will look forward to talking to you again in about six months or give or take a little bit there. Just good luck and congratulations and keep up, I guess, I want to say the good work. Stroke Association Support Network, Ghana. I hope everyone who listens to this podcast will go back to the May 15th, 2018 episode where we talked for the first time with Dr. Jabani. Thank you very much, indeed. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Hand in Hand Show. We hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to keep the discussion going, please join Stroke Focus, the social media website dedicated to stroke survivors and caregivers. The website address is H-T-T-P-S colon backslash backslash www.strokefocus.net Stroke Focus is S-T-R-O-K-E-F-O-C-U-S 
Stroke Focus is a part of Wohala, which in Mandarin means, I have survived. If you wish to be a part of the show or would like to be interviewed as part of the show, please contact us at contact at strokefocus.net.